Good, ooh, you're all awake now. Good morning, everyone. I'm so glad that you could be here with us this morning uh, for this special day. As Kaylee mentioned, my name is Sarah, and I'm the director of children's ministry here at South Langley Church. Um, a lot of you guys already know my name, uh, so hello again. Um, and a lot of you probably know what this is. I know it's a special day. Usually in Sunday school, we try to bring our Bibles. If you brought your Bible, hold it up today. I don't see too many. We should always be bringing our Bibles to church so that we can learn right from God's Word. So this is a Bible, and this is a very special book because it's a book that was given us to us from God. And it's a book full of true stories that help us learn how to live fully alive. There's some stories in here that help us uh, to learn um, how to make wise choices. There's some stories in here that help us learn how to treat others the way that we want, that we should be treating them. And, but over the last couple weeks, we've been learning about, from some stories who, uh, that teach us about confidence. We've been learning stories about people who had extreme confidence in God. So you've already heard it once already today, but just in case you haven't been upstairs to Sunday school, confidence is living like you believe what God says is true. And the people in these stories uh, had confidence because they trusted God. They were absolutely sure that he was with them. And we've actually been singing a song in Sunday school about confidence too, about how God can use any of us to accomplish his plans, and we can be confident and trust in him. We are needing a little bit of a wiggle break, so we're actually going to sing this song now. Is there anyone out here who would like to come up and help me sing the song? If you want to come up, you can come up on stage. Congregation, we are going to stand and sing this song together, so you can stand. And I've got some helpers to sing with me. Can we get that volume up a little bit? Ready? We're going to start with a clap. I'm not a warrior. I'm too afraid to lose. I feel qualified for what you're calling me to do. But Lord, with your strength, I've got no excuse. Because broken people are exactly who you use. So give me faith like Daniel in the lion's den. Give me hope like Moses in the wilderness. Give me a heart like David. Lord, be my defense. So I can face my giants with confidence. You took a shepherd boy and made him a king. So I'm going to trust you and give you everything. For me, I'll be a champion claiming your victory. So give me faith like Daniel in the lion's den. Give me hope like Moses in the wilderness. Give me a heart like David. Lord, be my defense so I can face my giants with confidence. 
take the wall. Won't stop until I see them fall. Gonna stand up, step up when you call. Jesus, Jesus, I'm gonna sing and shout and shake the wall. Won't stop until I see them fall. Gonna stand up, step out when you call. Jesus, you be faith like Daniel in the lion's den. Give me hope like Moses in the wilderness. Give me a heart like David. Lord, be my defense so I can face my giants with confidence. Give me faith like Daniel in the lion's den. Give me hope like Moses in the wilderness. Give me a heart like David. Lord, be my defense so I can face my giants with confidence. I'll face my giants with confidence. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. You guys can take a seat. Great job. Like I said before, confidence is living like you believe what God said is true. The people in these stories were confident because they trusted God. They were absolutely sure that he was with them. Do any of you guys remember the story of Gideon? Oh, awesome. Thank you, Gemma. Gideon was a normal guy. He, uh, in fact, kind of maybe felt that he was a nobody. Have you guys ever felt like that before? Like you're just plain and there's nothing special about you? Well, that, (laughs) I love to hear that. Because that's not how God sees us and that's not how God saw Gideon. Uh, God wanted Gideon to lead an army against the Midianites and to rescue his people. God sent an angel to Gideon, and here is what the angel had to say. Can I have somebody read? Melissa, would you mind reading this verse? Thank you, Melissa. It is highlighted right there and right there. This is what the angel said to Gideon. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. The Lord is with you, mighty warrior. It seems like God didn't seem to think that Gideon was a nobody. He thought that Gideon was a mighty warrior. And sure enough, God gave Gideon the confidence to lead an army. And they blew trumpets and they broke jars and they scared the Midianites away. Now, what about the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Remember how they refused to bow down and worship the king's statue? They didn't want to do it because it was against what God had told them to do. You know, I've been in some tough situations before where people have wanted me to do something that God didn't want me to do. And maybe some of you guys have been there too. But for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were in a really tough position. The king threatened to throw them in a fiery furnace. But listen to what they had to say. And I'm going to ask Connor. Connor, can you read what they said to the king? Right there. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. They fully trusted that God was with them. And guess what? He was. He rescued them from the flames. 
Now, two weeks ago, we talked about Peter. Uh, yeah, yep, we did. We talked about how Peter and his friends were in a boat, and the wind was blowing, and the waves were crashing. That sounds pretty scary. Have you guys ever been scared before when you didn't know what was going to happen next? I bet that's how Peter and his friends felt. But then something crazy happened. Jesus came to them walking on the water, and this is what Peter said. Is there somebody who'd be willing to read? Mika, you'd be willing? Thank you, Mika. Can you read that part right there? You can hold that, and right there. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mika. Peter fully trusted that it was Jesus and that Jesus was with him. And he had the confidence to get out of the boat and start walking on water. He only started to sink when he took his eyes off Jesus. And then Jesus reached out and caught him. In all of these stories, we can see how ordinary people had extreme confidence in God. They trusted him. They believed what's true about him. They understood what it means to live fully alive. But what about us? Is that something that we can do? Can we live with the same type of confidence that they had? Oh, I love hearing all these yeses because an important man named Paul had something to say about this. In the book of Romans, he says, I don't need this. He says, for I am convinced that neither death nor life nor neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor the powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Paul sounds pretty confident about that, doesn't he? There's nothing that can separate us from God's love. God knows us, he made us, and he loves us more than anything. More than anything. That reminds me of a song that we sing in preschool. If you're in preschool here, can you stand up and come on stage with me? We're going to sing a song. Congregation, you guys can stay seated this time. You can come up. Yeah, come on up. Hyla, Charlotte, you can come up too. All right, we're going to sing a song, and you guys can uh, sing and dance with me. You can watch me, or you can watch the screen if you don't know the actions, but let's sing a song together. We might need the volume up on this song as well, friends. Oh, 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 I went back too far. Pause. Pause. Here we go. Okay, you guys ready? Ready for this song? Ready? From my eyes to my ears to my mouth and nose From my head down to my toes From my eyes to my ears to my mouth and nose God made me so He loves me more than anything Much more than anything And I'll sing because He made me More than anything Much more than anything God loves me so Ready? Point to your eyes to my ears, to my mouth, and 
schoolers. You guys can stay seated. You can join in the actions if you want. The words are really simple, and you can just follow along on screen. Let's sing about how much God loves us. More than anything, much more than anything, and I sing because he made me. More than anything, much more than anything, God loves me so. Oh, God loves me so. Oh, God loves me so. Oh, yeah. You guys can take a seat. Let's give a round of applause for our preschooler friends. You guys can take a seat again. And thank you for everyone for joining in with us. We love that song. God loves us much more than anything, and nothing can separate us from that love. He loves us so much that he sent Jesus to earth to save us. And Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And if we believe and put our trust in him, there's nothing that can come between us and God. Paul loved, lived his life and believing that and having such confidence in that that he was pretty much fearless in how he showed God, shared God's love with others. Think about it this way. Is there anybody here who likes Lego? Yeah? Lots of people. So if I was wanting to build a house, what would I start with? A, a base, thank you. I would start with a base. A perfect base like this. It's nice and flat. It's got nothing wrong with it. This is an awesome starting point. But what if I took another piece of Lego and I did this? I already did it already. What if I did this? I can tell which one of you guys have never played with Lego before because you've kind of got this blank stare on your face like, okay, Lego, whatever. But I can tell those of you who have played with Lego before because you are thinking that I am crazy right now because I just took two of the thinnest pieces and stuck them together. And those pieces are basically impossible to get apart. Like, I, I don't think that they're ever going to come apart. You'd have to, like, break a... <laughs> Break a nail or use a jackhammer or something. You, no, no, I, they, there is nothing getting these two pieces apart. It's okay, guys. It's okay. I've got a Lego breaker in my office. It's fine. But what I want to tell you is that nothing can separate us from God's love. God's love is even stronger than these Lego pieces. You know, it's stronger even than glue. It's stronger even than some magnets. Actually, these magnets aren't very strong. Um, I've got, I think I've got something better uh, in here. Uh, let me just dig around. Okay. Okay, it's even stronger than some magnets. I've only got one chance to do this. Um, God's love is so strong. Before I do this, I need somebody strong. Um, who's the strongest person I know? Um, oh, Pastor Dave. Pastor Dave, can you come on up here? Pastor Dave is a pretty strong guy. He, uh, he likes to lift weights in his free time. And you're also a, a dad of three, so, you know, strong. But we are going to put these together. Okay. Okay. Uh, can... Can you try to get these apart, please? 
too strong, too strong. That not, not supposed to happen here. Let me try. Promise, I promise you that there's nothing I can do to get these. She's just too strong. Well, thanks, Dave. You can go take a seat. There is nothing. I was like, I was like, I need somebody stronger because nobody's going to believe that these are strong, powerful magnets. There's nothing I can do to get these magnets apart. Not even a paper, Danny. God's love is even stronger than these magnets. Nothing can separate us from God's love. Not even those. Here's the deal. Sometimes in life, stuff happens that we don't like. Maybe you feel like a nobody, like Gideon. Or maybe your plans don't work out the way that you want them to. Maybe you're in a tough situation where you don't know what to do, kind of like these guys. Or maybe you feel alone or afraid, like Peter and his friends. Or maybe somebody treats you badly and makes you feel like you don't have what it takes, makes it feel like you've lost your confidence. But we have to remember... True confidence is believing the things that are true about God. It's remembering that he'll never leave you, that he has a good plan for you. Nothing can separate you from his love. And each day you can choose to live with confidence, to live like you believe what God says is true. And that's our challenge for today, okay guys? Every week we have something that we remember. We call it our main point. And today our main point is this. Live like you believe what God says is true. No matter what you've done, no matter what you're going through, or no matter what happens in the future, nothing can separate you from God's love. I'm going to pray for us now, and then we're going to keep going and do something else important. Because I know in big church, when you guys pray... That means it's the end. I just wanted to warn you, it's not quite over yet. So, But I'm going to pray for us right now. Okay, so can we all bow our heads, close our eyes, put our hands in our laps here together. Dear God, your love is so amazing. Please help us to know how much you love us. No matter what life throws at us, thank you that you're always there to help us get back up. Help us to live with confidence each day and to remember what's true about you, that nothing can separate us from your love. We love you, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so usually the band would be coming up right now, but not yet, because we still have something important to do. And that is, again, to look and see what we're trusting God with. Because in our Bibles, it tells us the big plan for God's story. He's got a big plan for the world, and he's got a big plan for each one of us. And so we're going to look at our memory verse, and I'll read it for you. Actually, let's read it together. It's up there. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 1.6. So I know in 
uh, big church, maybe you guys just read it or whatever. But in Sunday school, we actually don't just read our memory verse. We do actions. So not only is our verbal memory being activated, but our body memory is being activated as well. So why don't we all stand together? Or if you want to stay seated, you can do the action sitting. But they're even better, right, guys? You guys can stand up. And we will teach you our actions for this memory verse. Ready? Being confident of this, that he who began a good work on you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 1, 6. Now that you've seen it once, let's do it one more time all together. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on unto completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 1, 6. Thanks for joining. You guys can take a seat. So we've now activated our, our, our physical memory. We're locking it in there, but it doesn't take just one go. You guys actually need to work on me- memorizing this at home. So I have helped you guys out. I have printed off our memory verse for each of you. So if you reach into the pocket of the chair in front of you, there will be a memory verse for you to take home. And I encourage you that you should be reading your Bible and at least reading your memory verse every day. Maybe you want to read it on your way to school or your work. I would keep it in the car then. Or maybe you want to read it right before you go to bed, before you go to sleep. Then you might want to keep it on your bedside table. Or you can be like me and put it, wait a minute guys, where do I, where do I put it? In the bathroom. I like to put mine on my bathroom mirror so that as I'm brushing my teeth, I can be working on memorizing my memory verse. So you can choose. I've heard some people put it on their kitchen table or on their fridge. You can choose where to put your memory verse so that you'll see it every day so that you can be memorizing and keeping in your heart and in your head what God says is true. Okay, keep your verses out. You're going to need these because now it's one of our favorite times of the morning. Oh, the kids know what it is. Oh, do we, do we have, sing along guys. I love my cereal, my cereal satisfies my apple. So at the end of every Sunday morning, we do cereal time. And this is an opportunity to celebrate together, to have a little bit of fun. And also to make sure that we've been learning our memory verse. So usually, if the kids win serial time, they have to say their memory verse in front of everyone. But today, we're just going to thank you for being here. But everyone has different colored tickets. And on the back of your ticket, there's a number. So we have to figure out which serial time ticket is a winner today. Hopefully it's not in one of these chairs over here. Uh, But we'll see how close we can get. Okay, so first off, in serial time, we start by figuring out which color ticket is going to be a winner. We don't usually use the Slinko board, but 
I really like this. Okay, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. I'm going to put it down. Which color is going to be the winner? Orange. Oh, if you have an orange ticket, keep paying attention. If you've got a blue ticket, that's okay. Or any other color ticket, you're still a winner. You get a memory verse to take home with you. Okay, our next numbers are going to be, we're going to figure out which number is coming up next. And we like to do numbers one at a time because that really helps us amp up the excitement. And it's also easier to read only one number at a time in case, because those hundreds places are sometimes confusing. Okay, next number. Again, I'm not looking, I'm not looking. Wouldn't that be funny if I won? Two. So if your number starts with a two, you still have a chance. Okay, okay. We got the next numbers coming up. The next number's coming up. If it lands on the four, that's going to be a try again. Okay, the next number. So we had, what was our first number? Two, 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 two. Uh, this time I'm going to put it over here. Whoa, whoa, that was a big, oh, that's a try again. Because we don't have any fours in the second place in the tens value. Two, zero, and then I don't have enough places. So, oh, a friend is right here. Can you choose a number from here? Oh, you can put one in. Can you take one out? Pick one. Perfect. This one? Okay, I've got one. Okay, our number is orange ticket. Two, zero, five. Two, zero, five? Over here, Karina, you are our winner of cereal time today. But don't worry, everyone else, there's a lot of prizes, and like I said, you've already won. You got your memory verse. So now that we're done cereal time, we're usually done Sunday school, but at this time, I'm going to ask the band up, and we will finish our service together. But I want you to remember something, that God is still working on all of us. God is still working on us, but believe what he says, that he has a plan for us, and he's going to carry it on until completion. Each day, we can live like we believe what God says is true. You can live with confidence because he has a good plan for you. And if you live like that, you will be living fully alive. Thanks, Chris. Awesome. Thanks so much, Sarah. Didn't Sarah do such a good